This is the best of Sports Channel 8, the radio show podcast. Part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now here's the best of today's Sports Channel 8, the radio show. Hurricane Dorian, and that starts right now with our man Weather Moose, who's making a special Thursday appearance. Weather Moose, can you read back to us what the National Hurricane Center just said at the 10 o'clock? Since okay. I guess we couldn't do that. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I'm listening to y'all right now. What you even need me for? Hayes is over here waxing poetic about beautiful weather post-hurricane, blah, blah, blah. You even need me here? <laughs> yeah. Yes, we need you to read the uh, actually, we, we could just go to what Go- Governor Cooper's Governor Cooper is in his uh, park ranger outfit again. <laughs> we've, we've moved past our disclaimer of how we're thinking of people, and now we are just going to the jokes. Governor Park Ranger Roy Cooper is on the scene, and then the man who always becomes famous, man or woman who becomes famous during disasters, the person who signs sitting next to the governor. Let's just make sure we have somebody legitimate. We've had some bad signers in the past in different places, but yes, weather moves. Can you, at the very least, just read us the 10 o'clock National Hurricane Center weather update? What's going on, man? Listen, I've been busy out here at the house trying to get everything settled before this sucker comes flying in. I'm tying things off the center blocks, trees, whatever the hell else I can find. A lot of folks will tell you that chickens can't fly, but I bet them same folks probably never had to chase down no dang chickens being blown around my daggum hurricane. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is true. fly pretty good, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, are you guys feeling effects already in Johnston County? Any rain or anything? We're feeling effects, but I can't necessarily tell you it's anything to do with a hurricane, <laughs> so to speak. I mean, it's a little breezy, if I'm being honest. But, uh, no, I mean, do you want me to tell you anything about this storm or what, what? Yeah, what's happening with Dorian? Where is it now? How's it moving? And when will we feel it here? And what's up next? What's expected? It's finally started moving a little east, or it says moving north-northeast now, so it's starting to kind of peel away, but we ain't out of the woods yet. Still looking like it's going to make landfall out towards uh, Cape Lookout, though Cape Cod's not out of the question, apparently. I hear some <laughs> nonsense yesterday. I don't know what to tell you about it's, that. It's uh, headed northeast. It could happen. If you got a Sharpie, you can make anything happen. Um, <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that. It's a it's a Category 3 storm, 115-mile-an-hour winds. Most of the bad stuff coming here will be this afternoon and tonight before things kind of ease off a little bit tomorrow. Yeah, they actually have some tornadoes out there right now. Uh, we heard that. the coast. We heard that down at the Crystal Coast, sort of the southern uh, outer banks, if you will. Do you have an idea of which it seems like either – the Outer Banks, the traditional Outer Banks, as we thinking of, think of them, Kill Devil Hills and Manion out that way. Uh, do, uh, we usually either see those Outer Banks or the uh, the southern part from uh, not not really Wrightsville in the Outer Banks, but the southern beaches, Wrightsville and Atlantic Beach and all those. Do you have an idea of which one of those two might get it worse in this storm? Right now, the southern Outer Banks, if I had to guess, is going to get it worse. Though the erosion on the other side of the system once it starts pulling away the northern outer banks are going to get smacked pretty good after that i believe they call that storm surge no, no that's no, not what i'm talking no, about no 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 that's not what i'm talking about a completely different thing goodson they're confusing people oh the storm surge is whenever the canes win a game and no, that's not storm surge. Well, the- that was storm surge but that's not the same as storm surge uh anything any 
We've seen the track. Is it continuing about what we thought, sort of skirting the East Coast? No chance that it's uh, headed west or, or going to affect anything west of the, the central North Carolina? Yeah, no, it looks like it's it's mainly going to limit its effects to I-95 and eastward, be mainly the problem. So out in the triangle, two inches or so of rainfall, some breezy conditions tonight and tomorrow. And so I think it'll be mostly uh, not a big deal out there. All right, and the hurricane went it, it weekend, but then it strengthened again, as you predicted. Is that correct? And mm-hmm. what what might have caused that? Well, you got warm water, Hayes. Then, then things love some warm water, just about like um, uh, a couple people love them uh, seltzer waters out there now. Them yeah. hard seltzers. Yeah, yes. We don't we don't do that in Johnson County. We stick more to the nice grain liquor. But um, but yeah, the warm water will help that sucker stir right on back up. So, but uh, they it wasn't too much weaker than what it is now so it didn't have far to go and is it is it expected to continue strengthening or at this point is it weakening again no it'll start uh by this point now she'll start slacking off a little bit um starts peeling off toward the northeast to start weakening a little bit more um the heaviest rainfall is probably going to be somewhere between greenville and the banks you're looking up to eight to ten inches guys which is two to four inches more rain than the number of points they scored this past weekend so (laughs) That is correct. Uh, all right, Weather Moose, thank you, and uh, we'll keep the Opals open if anything significant happens. If, be- if the Hurricane Center releases another report that yeah, you want to read You can just on jump the air. on and read it to us. Listen, Gibson, don't make me come in there today. I got things to do, man. Love you, buddy. Can't wait to play golf. <laughs> Weather Moose, yeah, you guys would probably Stinger. play golf. Well, you got to work on your stingers yeah. in this wind. Stinger. Stinger season. British today. Open conditions out at the golf course today. We'll see if you're at, if you are playing golf right now and listening to the radio. I guess we want to hear from you. Give us a call or tweet at us at Sports Channel Eight or eight six zero five fan. He is the weather moose and he loves us. I don't know if we've already taken him off. Uh, Love you, right. boys. Okay. <laughs> see you, weather moose. I need a lights. I need a light that tells me if the person is still on the line or not. I often do no, that. No, it's more fun if you don't know. No, air, air on the side of pulling these jokers off, especially with when they're. Oh, and oh, we've got another live correspondent right now. We're going to somebody who's out in the middle of the hurricane. It is the American flag on frying pan tower. American <laughs> flag. What's uh, what's going on? What are you seeing right now? Oh. <laughs> wow. And Weather Moose just told us it's uh, the str- storm is strengthening. Are you feeling that? Could you tell that it got a little bit stronger right now? Uh-huh. Interesting. Again, we are talking to the American flag out at Frying Pan Tower. It's the famous live cam that you can see during the uh, hurricanes. I believe, I, I don't know if you knew this, uh, American flag out at the frying pan tower, but I think WRAL is actually using you as a backdrop for their hurricane coverage. Uh, are you are you excited about that? <laughs> yeah. So you're just doing your job, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Not you don't worry about the the coverage. You're just out there to do a job. Uh, well, that's fair. Yeah. And what's uh, what's hitting worse right now, the wind or the rain? Which one seems stronger? Now, can you say that on the air? Uh, I think it's okay. Can he yeah. say that? Yeah. All right, we'll keep tabs on you. Have you do you have any frayed uh, frayed parts yet? Are you still all in one piece? Oh, getting close. Okay, all right. We'll hold it together as long as you can. We'll check it with you later in the show. That is the flag 
from we'll keep the opal open frying pan tower anybody else who wants to just drop in uh weather moose might come back and again that is the american flag on top of the frying pan tower if you don't know what that is get on twitter we uh well you'll find it it'll be, it'll be very popular here in about 12 hours basically there's a big i don't even know what it is is it an old drilling rig i think it's an old military installation 30 miles off the coast of north carolina out in the water and then it got sold to some private citizen who, I mean, you basically have to take a boat to get out there or, or a helicopter. Yeah, I there's suppose. a lot. Uh, according to Wikipedia, which is all, the only place that we that's research, that's, that's our official. Uh, it's marked by a light ship, a light tower, and a buoy. Did and it's it, basically at the southern tip of like Bald Head. Yeah. So it's down there, out in the middle of the hurricane. And they always put a. There's, there's always a live cam, I think, that you can watch. It's normally just super boring because it's just the ocean. But during hurricane times, the flag. Uh, Sometimes it'll just, it's cool also when it whips around, when the hurricane gets past it, it starts blowing it one way and then starts blowing it back the other way. But the flag will begin fraying here soon, tying itself in knots. And then eventually, I think last year we we talked about this yesterday, they auctioned it off to raise money for hurricane relief. So we'll see if they do that again. Another way that sports becomes in the news when, uh, when there's hurricanes around, in addition to obviously, again, we'll be watching what effects it might have. Currently, Saturday is supposed to be great weather and all games are planned to be played. But, uh, but we'll see what kind of damage it does on the coast and, and how that affects folks. But our sports arenas and stadiums uh, are some of the biggest pieces of land. And in times like this, it's easy to gather a lot of uh, first responders and not just emergency services, but uh, the power companies will come and prepare to go down east by stopping in. For example, I just saw up on the screen for WRL, the Carolina Mudcats Stadium, five-county stadium out there in Zebulon is sort of a housing ground for uh, for storm response so um, it's cool to see again we'll see sports reporters turn into hurricane reporters not carolina hurricanes but actual hurricanes we'll see sports stadiums and parking lots turn into uh, housing grounds for storm response and of course we will see most of our media turn to uh to hurricane coverage so with that note you mentioned that earlier jessica it's it'll be interesting to see and they may have already announced it and if i announce it wrong i'm sure somebody will be up on my phone real quick to tell me about it but it'll be interesting to see how wrl handles the packers bears game tonight scheduled to be on wrl if it was this is us they would be taking a lot of flack (laughs) i'm guessing my guess is that they leave the game on there and go with their coverage over on uh on fox 50 they keep it up and then pick the coverage back up for the 11 o'clock news and, and thereafter. So it is like, as the weather moose says, it's going on this afternoon and then uh, into the evening. Shouldn't be too heavy in the triangle. It seems like it's continuing that forecasted track of just sort of skirting the coast. But again, there will be folks who uh, will be affected down at the coast. And if you're in the triangle, you are probably did some preparing. Absolutely. And I was, I was just about to get to that. So that doesn't mean just because we're not getting devastating effects of the triangle that you aren't doing preparation. And right now we're going to tell you what your grades are. Here, here's the first one. Can I go prepping. ahead and, can okay, I go ahead and yes, send you one yes, prep? Yes. Get your fantasy football lineup set yeah. before the, pow- before yes. the power before maybe the power goes, goes out. out. Or before you feel like you're uh, using phone battery just to do stupid things. Like go ahead and keep your phone plugged in right now. And get your fantasy football lineup set for Thursday. First of all, above all, above all, no matter what you do, you must batten down the hatches. All hatches must be battened. We need news. What does that mean? We need news people to tell us when towns are battening the hatches. 
I mean, it's, I believe a hatch is just like a, a opening on a ship, right? I just want people to like report, like, "Oh, we're here live here, and these these hatches, hatches have not have been, been battened <laughs> down yet." <laughs> That's what we need. <laughs> the media person that is like, "Hatches are not being battened properly at, at the correct pace. The hatches need to be battened." Uh, the other thing, Josh Goodson, you've already fallen victim to this a little bit. Yeah, you must if you haven't already. You are not a North Carolinian. You do it now on social media. You don't even have to text all your friends. But the more personal way is to text your friends, maybe email them, or just blast it on social media and hope they don't see it. Hey, people of the coast, you can come stay at my place. Evacuate here. But you always hope nobody takes you up on it. Good, good sin. Did you get taken up on the... We got taken up. We have uh, Dorian refugees <laughs> hanging out with at you. the house right now. Came in last night. Probably will stay through at least probably Saturday. And you're very excited. Your your offer was genuine, not just a correct obligatory blanket one. So, so does that mean uh, you're out of the pool of, uh, of people available to house people? Yeah, you right. no longer, you're done? You no longer I need to, to rescind. Well, okay. It depends. I mean, if it gets really bad, you need to start offering to like put people like, look, you have to put, you have to put the caveat. We don't have any more beds. And Anybody our carpet's pretty here. comfortable. You need to lay down on the floor. Then you can always fall back to when the power, if the power goes out, you don't have to, you don't have to offer to house people, but you do have to offer to let them come by and take hot showers. If anybody needs to come through my place, take a hot shower. And then you have to flex on people and say, I've got a generator. I've got a generator. (laughs) Yes, I've got a generator. Can we do that with our key cards here? Can we just come to WRAL? No, can we like, have people come into the studio oh, and just be like, hey, yeah, we've got 25 so. cents soda? I think so. Yeah. If you want to cut, no, no, we better <laughs> do not want to do that. We uh, there's, there's probably some food in the fridge that would go bad. Yes. All right. So now let's also get to how can you tell if you're a C grade hurricane prepper, a B grade hurricane pepper? Oh, I, I skipped. I, I forgot what you were going to say. Yeah, this, this is even before the grades. This is a must do. This is what you say. Yeah. What? Give it to him, Josh Goodson. You better not open the fridge. Do not open the fridge. In fact, even if your power is still on, don't open the fridge already. Let that cold build up. And then when the power goes out, do not open the fridge. Do not open the freezer. Keep those things sealed tight. Do not open them. If you've been through a hurricane before in North Carolina, you know these things. But some of you like to come down here, tell us how bad we drive in the winter. But then you got don't know what you're doing come hurricane time, so we're here to help you out. All right, C-grade prep. This is just bare minimum. College students are doing this, right? This is basically the prep <laughs> that's going on at University Towers. You know, they're telling you to do a lot of things. You're like, oh, all right, I'll get some stuff. So C-grade prep is like candles. Candles, just you might not ever use them because you're probably just going to charge your phone and use the flashlight. Candles, C-grade prep. And then, of course, it's part of C-grade prep. Alcohol. Yeah. If and you, you, you got to get way more than you would ever need. Absolutely. You've never drank this much in a three-day weekend in your <laughs> like, life. Yeah, even the, even the most like party weekend Not, ever. You, you would never get yeah. this much, but you're like, I don't know. What if the hurricane party ends up at my house? What if we get stuck for six weeks and I literally can't leave my house? I need that alcohol. Forget that you're going to run out of water, milk, bread, all those other essentials. You need that alcohol. Alcohol will actually make you forget that you've... Yes. Don't have the water and the actual food and stuff. It's also just a good excuse to go stock up on at the, at the ABC store. Yeah. Right? Like, you you never want to be the guy at the ABC store that's getting, like, six things. But during a hurricane, it's like, no, man, hey, just stocking up. I'm fine. And, little known fact, Weather Moose won't tell you this, but it's science. During a hurricane, you can drink beer and or bourbon, just those two. Don't get crazy with vodka or Tequila, Everclear. Yeah, yeah don't, don't be getting nutty. But you can... 
drink beer, and sip bourbon throughout the night, not fall asleep, and not get drunk during a hurricane. <laughs> it's amazing. As long as you keep it on either the Weather, weather Channel or local news. Now, if you ch- change over and try and watch sports and drink that beer, I can't make any promises. It's like an you. osmosis effect yeah. with the rain outside. and Yeah, yeah. It just you get hydrated through the rain <laughs> that's circling the atmosphere. You're fine. You, you can just drink all the beer you want through the night. Uh, also, see great prep. If you're going to get that much alcohol, you might as well get something to eat too, right? Yeah, get get you some snacks. Get some snacks. Don't don't try to be a hero and be like, oh, I don't need all this food. Like, You need something to sop up all, all the, the alcohol. And yeah. because there's an outside chance you might be stuck in your house for two months after this. So you got to get it. Snacks are important. Um, all right, what about B-grade prep? What's on the B-grade prep list, Josh Goodson? First off, uh, parking your car in that local per- church parking lot yep. where there's no trees. Yep, yep. That's always big. Raleigh's an area has tons of trees. Tons of trees. Limbs are coming down. Even if trees don't fall. We'll get to limbs, limbs- in a second. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. So your local church parking lot will be packed, not because people are trying to get Jesus in their lives, because they're trying to keep the tree limbs out of their windshields, take it to a local church, where a tree won't fall on it. What else we got on B-grade hurricane prep? So I'm I'm telling you now, you can open the fridge. What? What? what, what? You can open the fridge right now, just okay, to right get now. just to get rid of food that might go bad. Yes. D- yeah. It's a great again, <laughs> much like going to the ABC store. It's a thing that you want to do more than you do. Now it's a good excuse. It's to a do good it. way to purge. It's a great time to get rid of all the things in your fridge. Get the bad food out of there, or potentially food that could go bad. It's also a good excuse time. Like if you live with someone else and they've been leaving something in there for a while and you didn't want to say anything and make them feel bad, or they just have a salad dressing that you don't like, just go ahead and toss that thing and, and chalk out, hey man, hurricane, which is trying to get it out. <laughs> trying to leave more cool cool and cold air for the essential items that we are leaving in there, like the milk. What else is on B-grade to hurricane? Next thing, close that fridge. For, don't forget, C- don't forget. Close the fridge back immediately. Uh, immediately. This is actually kind of like a legit one. Go get extra gas, propane gas for your grill. Extra gas for the grill. That because is, if power does go out, you're going to want to maybe cook something or yep. light things on fire. Or yeah. something. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Um, no. You got to be prepared not only to cook for you, but cook for the neighborhood. Yes. You got to be ready. You've got the one grill that you'll be the only person that remembers. Everybody else has got all these fancy grills these days. Like they, they probably plug they have in electric need power. Ti- they need electric timers and yep. electric thermometers. No. Go get. Go get the gas for the gas. The grill. neighborhood's going to remember you for the next three yep. years. You about Jim was the hero. savior of Dorian. Yep. Or and take your alcohol over to that guy's house. They're sitting, there, or even better, if they did their, if they, if they did at least C prep, they've got some snacks and alcohol. So when they come to your house, uh, they can they can join in. You can have a, sort of a grill out. Well, what else is going on? B grade prep. Uh, charge charge all the electronics. Of course, everybody knows this. Duh, but yeah, just do it. I mean, there will be some morons that get caught with the power going out, and they're at like thirty percent. But right now, you got to keep that thing on the charger, plugged Same in. Same moron will then go sit in their car during yeah, the hurricane yeah, yeah, to, to, yeah, yes. to plug in. Uh, the, the last B grade pep, uh, if you haven't moved the porch furniture, at least tie it down. Tie, turn it upside down, something, move that stuff. All right. This now, is the big ones. Now we're getting up to the savvy folks, the folks who have been through this many times. They're not leaving. They're not evacuating, but they are doing A grade hurricane prep. What's on the A grade hurricane prep? Here's a big one. <laughs> and I, I've never even understood no, this one. No idea what it does. <laughs> you better go fill up that fill bathtub up your with bathtub water. Fill with water. That, if you want to be a hurricane maverick, a maven of hurricanes, if you will, if you want to be the king of hurricane prep, I think it has something to do with you could still flush your toilet. Yeah. 
<laughs> but again, I, and I've seen people call, write about seriously, this. Seriously, call us if you know why. Nine one nine eight six zero five fan. Why are you filling up your bathtub? <laughs> the water is not connected to the power. Your water is still going to work. And in fact, I believe the city of Raleigh has said they could go for like twenty four hours with the power out, and maybe even the water not work. Their backup gener- generator could go out, and like things like gravity and other physics laws will keep the water moving through your house and through your toilet for at least a day. So, but. But still, you got to take pictures and let people know that you're an A-grade hurricane prepper. So you fill that bathtub with water. What Next one. We you? already talked about charging electronics. Pros, pros right now are charging their chargers. Oh, wow. That's next level. Yeah. You're going out. If, if you didn't buy them already, you know what I do? Basically, every ACC media event, so you usually get a cool gift like a Bluetooth speaker or a, right. a cool bag. Yeah, yeah. But almost every time they throw in a little ACC logoed charger, like a backup charger. So right now you got to charge the backup charger. Maybe even have like five or six of them things all charging up so that the power could go out and you could still have phone for a week while you're running your gas grill that you got more gas from. Uh, we got two more. Uh, you've gone to your parents' house to help them out, to help them prep. That's the next A guy, uh, yes. A prep. That's big time. That's next level. You got You got to get to your parents' house. And in our year, 2019, this might be the most important prep that happens. What's that? Prepping the memes you're going to throw out on social media. Mm. Like, are I know everybody who who is going to be the first one on your Facebook feed or Twitter or Instagram to show the picture of the the chair being the single down. limb, the single limb, one limb in a spotless lawn, and then some caption of like, "We will rebuild, we will survive." Yeah, your 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 back deck. With everything perfectly intact, but you turn over one chair to take a picture of it. So that you got it, but I think you got to have memes prepped both way. Like if it if nothing happens, you got to be the first guy that jumps in there with the single limb down and being like Hurricane Dorian devastation. <laughs> but also you got to be ready for if it actually goes bad, you have the memes like Hurricane Dorian anagrams to unicorn diarrhea. Did you know that? No, did not. Arrange the letters from Hurricane Dorian and you get unicorn diarrhea. So that when, if it's, that's right. <laughs> that's the first like thing, that, John. I put my headphones back on and that's the first thing unicorn I hear. Unicorn diarrhea. God Hurricane bless. Dorian, rearrange the letters, unicorn diarrhea. So you got to have like the memes if it goes terrible ready and just the memes if it's not that big a deal. Uh, quick shout out. I had four calls. About the bathtub? About, about well, well I, but 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 I was going to tell you guys because I know, it's, it's, that is a no. That's I've a got no a text. Thing. I've got a text it's, too. It's because of well water. Well water people need yeah. power for their water. So exactly. there's a lot of people in city water who are still doing it. All right, yeah. City water, <laughs> bougie city water people. You don't need to fill up your bathtubs. Well water people, I guess fill up your bathtubs. And then, and then do what? Uh, but it, it's for everything. It's for it's for like flushing the toilet. It's for like if you cooking. need it for like cooking. Yeah, yeah. It's for everything. It's literally like a last last ditch if you need it. But yeah, like, shout out to everybody who just called because literally lines lit up lines like lit that. Up. Well, hey, hey, well, water people, we need that power. Yeah. Shout out to my man Kevin Kevin Barber of Barber Bill Construction. He was one of the people who was saying, "Hey, don't forget us, well water people." Okay, fine. <laughs> Fill up your bathtub. It's just it. It's always something that you hear everybody telling everybody to do, and there's a lot of people that don't need to do it. Um, all right, keep it tuned. If you have any prep that we've missed, yeah. Let us know. Throughout the show, we'll be taking it. WRAL is on the TV. We're on your radio. Give us a call, 860-5-FAN, 860-5326. 
I'm going to get caught. I, I'm already in like hurricane mode. I just want to watch WRAL. Oh, that that should have been this. the A++ prep. You have WRAL on the TV nonstop for the next 48 hours. That's not even prep. That's like a man. That's oh, like a don't okay. open the fridge category. Okay. you got to have the local news on. Actually, A prep would be having batteries in your transistor radio so that when you lose the TV, you can you can listen. Turn it to mix. When they when they, yeah. when they start putting it uh, 24 hours on, uh, on mix. All right, coming up next, we'll check in with somebody who's down at the coast. Not quite the coast that's getting hit right now, but Bethany Bradshaw is in Greenville. She'll tell us how East Carolina is prepping for the hurricane. This is Sports Channel 8. Close that fridge. Let's tell you what you need to do this weekend. It's Saturday versus Sunday. Yeah, this was actually music guide queued up for the gambling Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, my bad. We're going to fade that back down. Full disclosure on the Sunday piece, I forgot I had NFL I could put on this. (laughs) Even better. Even better. You got a bunch of... I was like, oh, wait, there's like... Actual actual NFL football for Sunday. All right, that, that means my opponent is coming unprepared. I love this. Hey, he's been that he's just flexing his A grade hurricane prep because like, I haven't had time to prepare the sports show. I've been extending my downspouts and filling my bathtub with water. It is Saturday versus Sunday. To give Josh Goodson a little more time to prep for Sunday, let's start with Saturday. Chip Patterson, what you got? All right. If there's one thing that I learned from my uh, my experience so far this season in Saturday versus Sunday, it's that uh, we need to trim down the game plan. Okay. I can't be. Th- I got to throw out all the extraneous stuff. We got to do what works. So I'm going to give it to you real quick and easy uh, here in the noon slate, just to get you started. You've got Ohio State and Michigan. You got Ohio State what? and Michigan. Are you serious? Ohio State's playing Cincinnati, Michigan's playing Army. But you get to see Ohio State and Michigan. Uh, The interesting ACC game here is going to be Syracuse against Maryland. That is, you know, new ACC, old ACC. Let's go Orange, Team Orange. Really, really competitive game. Mike Loxley in Maryland versus Dino Babers in the Orange. Syracuse hosts Clemson next week in the Carrier Dome. Syracuse has yet to play a home game. Very strange schedule. So it's a warm-up game for Clemson, very important for Syracuse. We go into the 330 slot where we do have those Clemson Tigers. They're playing Texas A&M. This is where, as ACC fans, you get to beat your chest because uh, Texas A&M supposedly might be the second-best team in the SEC West, and they're going to lose by 20 points. Oh, you heard it here first. So you're going to like watching Clemson score touchdowns there. And if you're a football historian, um, if – if, if your hair is gray and not too early like it is for me, <laughs> right. you're going to remember that in the days of the Big Eight, Nebraska and Colorado played some thrillers. Wow. So Nebraska and Colorado in the 330 slate. Clemson, Texas A&M, Nebraska, Colorado. Let's get y'all into the evening now. Uh, you're going to find yourself in Austin focused on LSU, Texas. Top 10 matchup. Number sure. six, LSU. Number sure. nine, Texas. Uh, so much fun there. And you're going to be splitting your time. That game starts at 730. I know 30 minutes in, because now we're all going to have the ACC Network. Yes. Finally, yes. you know, I figured out it's because I was grandfathered in as a Time Warner Cable subscriber, ah, I not a Spectrum move. exclusive. I had to make that move at some point. So uh, I will have it, too, at my house. Though there I, you go. I will be at LSU Texas. So LSU Texas, North Carolina, Miami. I mean, the split screen there is fantastic. It's solid. And then good national, uh, good local. Your evening slate, if you want to watch uh, my – College football playoff pick continue to go up in flames. (laughs) The USC Trojans are playing Stanford. If USC doesn't beat Stanford, it's very possible they start the season one and five. And if they start the season one and five, Clay Helton's 
probably going to be gone by midseason. So, could they still make the uh, college football playoff if they start the season one and five? With a lot, a lot, a lot of, of help. help. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it, you can't just look at one team. It matters what the other teams are doing. <laughs> so, you know, keep it, keep it thin, keep it trim. Ohio State and Michigan, Syracuse, Maryland in the morning. You got Clemson, Texas A&M, Nebraska, Colorado in the afternoon. Then LSU, Texas, Heels and Hurricanes, followed by USC, Stanford. That sounds like a solid Saturday, especially. First of all, that's a great piece of audio there. But anti-ups to the Rocket Man uh, movie. It was terrible. The Elton John biopic. I they, figured it would be. They tried be. to make it like a quasi-musical where people like actually like sing and dance instead of being – it was just terrible. But that's still a good piece. All right. That's a lot to go against on Saturday there, Josh Goodson. Are you ready to deliver Sunday? I think I'm going to win. I'm going to win. And I'm going to win on based on this alone because he forgot to leave. He left something out on what the Saturday is actually going to be. Okay. Are you going to say Oregon State, Hawaii? Nope. Oh. You're gonna have to be cleaning up from the store. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. On Saturday. You got, yeah. Even and it, and it, even if you didn't get anything, you're gonna be mad about the stuff that you prepped for. All the prep you did. Like all the stuff. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go put the porch furniture back together. Yep, put it yep. back on there. That didn't blow. So Saturday is just gonna be a wash. Yeah. You're, you're not gonna be able to watch anything. So I, I think I win based on that alone. But that's well done, Goodson. There are a few things that going on uh, Sunday. Obviously, on Sunday it has been a lot of non-footballish things right. but now there's actually nfl football you got which nfl I football just remembered it should be a slam dunk for you just just lit, tell me every game that's happening sunday and that should be a win for you josh goodson atlanta minnesota washington philadelphia no, okay no, we're no. not gonna do that pick me some actual uh, good games the biggest one is the panthers right the panthers are going to be hosting the los angeles rams yep. that game is at one o'clock and i believe we can go you can go watch it with hayes permar Yes, at Carolina Ale House and Garner, our Panthers coverage brought to you yeah. by Carolina Ale House. I might buy your lunch if you are at the Carolina Ale House and Garner. So the Panthers, uh, the Panthers and the Rams are the one o'clock. I would put that on. Then you got to watch Zeke coming back, or yes. you could watch Jacoby Brissett head out to face Philip Rivers. Ooh! Oh wow! Wow. Chargers and the Colts. Chargers, Colts. That's a great matchup. And the Sunday afternoon slate. And again, these games start at 425, which is kind of odd. Why yeah. do they start at 425? I wonder. So, that's so people can get their bets in after the 1 o'clock's finished about 410. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. That night, you can watch Pittsburgh, New England play. It's, it's just a fun game. Okay. A big fan bases. A couple other sports going on. It's not an EPL weekend. It's actually the international break. What is that? So, so a bunch have- of international teams are playing. So for this weekend in particular, it's the Euro, which is the which is a tournament over there in, okay. in in Europe. Qualification. You can watch the Battle of Scandinavia on Sunday. Norway and Sweden. Norway and Sweden. All right. Should be a good battle. And then a bunch of other qualifying games. That night, men's US Open finals. I knew I knew this was gonna go get Rafael Nadal. Now a heavy favorite to win, to inch closer to Roger Federer since Federer and Djokovic are out. Rafael Nadal won last night. So a lot of sports going on. Who did Djokovic lose to? I missed that. Uh, he lost. I can't even remember, but he lost about Coco. two rounds ago. You're a tennis guy. Coco got him. Go, stop. No, not Coco. Stop. <laughs> and also, if you want to throw it in, obviously NASCAR still somewhat relevant, but they are racing at the Brickyard this week at Indianapolis, and that's always a bigger race during the year. I wonder if Jordan Martin will be there. He might. Noted NASCAR guy. But um, yeah, and, and the good thing about Sunday is, like I said, on sa- you're going to have all your stuff done on Saturday, so you'll actually be able to enjoy 
sports on Sunday. That's well played. That's well played. It's Saturday for Sunday. Like you said, it might be it might be more about who forgot what than actually what is in there. Chip forgot hurricane cleanup. But Goodson forgot that there was NFL on Sunday. <laughs> and that's kind of a big one. Yeah. We're gonna have to give this to Saturday. Yes. Saturday wins once again. Um, so that is what you can watch Saturday or Sunday. Uh, all right, real quick before we get into gambling with Goodson, learning gambling with Goodson, let's talk real quick one more time with Steve, the American flag out at Frying Pan Towers. Steve, what's going on, man? Wow. You saw what? Uh, no, no, it's not bad here at all. I appreciate you asking. Um, it's definitely still gray. Everyone knows the hurricane's coming, but uh, no rain has started uh, where we are in Raleigh. And I would say, nah, no, no real breeze either, but I appreciate you uh, thinking about us, man. Hey, one thing I got to ask you, how'd you get this gig? How'd you get to be an American flag uh, out in the middle of an ocean in a hurricane as opposed to like, you know, on the rim of, uh, of a stadium or at a schoolyard somewhere? No. Huh. Really? Where's the 30 for 30 on that? Seriously. Yeah. Wow. That is a story. So she was your sister. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, she was your cousin. All right. I think, okay, okay. That's fine. And and Steve, can how far can you see from there? Can you see all the way to Myrtle Beach? Yeah, it's very funny. You could smell Myrtle Beach. Yes, I know, but you can't see it in low visibility. Okay, I get you. Um, what are you doing to pass the time? Do you have alcohol, snacks? What, what do you got on you? How was your hurricane prep, Steve? Oh. I didn't even think of getting those. No. <laughs> I'm going to go get one of those right now. Well, of course, his hat- hatches are battened down. If anybody's hatches are going to be battened, it's, it's his. Steve. Yeah. He is Steve, the American flag out at Frying Pan Tower, out 30 miles off the coast of North Carolina. He is watching the hurricane for us. He'll be checking with us. We've checked in a few times today. We'll probably check in with him tomorrow, assuming he's still there. I, mean, I don't want him to hear. Him. I don't want him to hear me saying that. But like, I, I just, Steve, I know, Steve, I know you're still going to be there. No, I know. I meant. I just meant in general. We got to be safe. Oh, he's off. Okay. Okay. Oof, that was rough. I mean, do we get disconnected? Do we know if he's okay? I, th- I think he just got mad at you. Okay. All right. Well, check the uh, check the live cam. Keep an eye on our man Steve, the American flag. The comments are always great. Usually pretty funny. But right now, it's time to, where it is legal, learn about gambling. Before we uh, ask Chip Patterson what he thinks of the lines, Josh Goodson, you're going to teach us something special each week about gambling. For for those that's in the audience who, you don't have to gamble to hear us talk about gambling. But maybe if you learn about gambling, you can get something out of what we're talking about, what Vegas thinks of a, a particular matchup, what the public thinks of a particular matchup. Gambling 101 with Goodson. Yep. Tell us, what uh, what are you teaching us today, Josh? It's going to be super easy today. Two things. Number one, we t- you, if you ever look at it on the internet or in, in the newspaper, still post the lines. Or hear s- us say it here or on hear Sports us say Center it, Lane. You hear minus yeah. and plus. So This is going to be really easy. Okay. If it's a minus, if a team has a minus beside them, they are the favorite. Okay. If a team has a plus beside them, they are the underdog. So, for example... 
If it's North Carolina this week, I believe it's now North Carolina plus five. Okay. They are an underdog by five points. Boom. Been sitting in the segment for a couple weeks now. I did not know. That. And no, guess, no, no, and I guess what? That. Like, if if one team is in the underdog, the other team's got to be the favorite. So you could say the same thing two different ways. You could say UNC plus five, or you could say Miami minus five, and they both mean the but same thing. Here's the one thing that I, that people get wrong, and I just want to to help. Yes, please do. A lot of times you'll see something. Hey, man, what's the spread? UNC is plus five. I'll take the over. <laughs> no, cannot take. You don't take the over. You just. Take the plus five, yes or no? Do you think they were going to win by, or excuse me, lose by five or less, or win or lose by more than five? Gotcha. Taking the over, something maybe we'll get into next week, is, is the total Totals. points in the game. Right. You cannot take the over in a spread. You learned about goodling. You learned about gambling growing up by listening to Brent Musburger. You can learn about gambling right now from our man Josh Goodson. All right, so now let's look at some of those spreads. Now that we know what we're talking about. And let's ask Chip Patterson what he thinks of some of the interesting yeah. spreads that you've seen both locally and nationally. Yeah, and we won't just do the basic, give me, you know, give me your picks. Who's going to cover? Just no, you can listen to the Locks uh, podcast they, for, for, for starters. On see a fresh batch, I'm sure is out. That's right. Cover three podcast. Yeah, yeah. Woo! How many did? How many locks were on the uh, on on the fire this week? I th- I've got seven logs on the fire. Tom's got nine. Barton's got eight. Wow. Uh, a couple lock agreements and some good lock fights in there. Okay, good, good. So, yeah, go to the Cover 3 podcast where Chip Patterson will give you his locks of the week. For this purpose, I just want to talk about, is it a good line or a bad line? Okay. You don't. You can You can tell me if you think who's going to cover. That's fine. But do you, I just found a couple of um, games on here. That, a couple head scratchers? Yeah, I was just maybe, like. Maybe you furrow your brow a little bit. It just didn't make sense. I'm going to start with Clemson and Texas A&M. And I think we kind of talked about this a little bit on Tuesday. But this line opened around 20. I think now it's showing 17 and a half to 18 as Clemson as a 17 and a half or 18 point favorite. Texas A&M's number 12 in the country. A good team, Jimbo Fisher. NC State fans remember A&M from last year in the bowl game just being probably maybe the fastest team they played outside of Clemson. So to me, that is that a good line or bad line, Clemson being a 17- or 18-point favorite? I think it's a great line, and I think that uh, what we have seen with Clemson is even with really, really large spreads over the last 14 to 20 games, they usually come <laughs> really close to covering them or covering them. Well, last them. week, Georgia, and, the Georgia Tech, I think, was 37, and it ended on 38. Yeah, I mean, I just I think that 17 is a good – it seems like a 20-21 point game, which means that because Texas A&M is a good team with a great quarterback who threw for 430 yards against them, yeah, Texas A&M could keep this close, but I, I think Clemson is 20 points better, so I think it's a good line. Let's go to Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. where you're going to be at. LSU on the road at Texas – LSU is now up to, I'm seeing, a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road in Austin. And we know uh, we know that Texas, under Tom Herman, has just been the, been this incredible coach whenever they are the underdog. Six-and-a-half, good line or bad line? Tasty line, because I'm trying to see. There's a lot of people who believe LSU will win, but no one would feel comfortable laying a full touchdown, yeah. which, of course, would mean the point spread gets to seven points. Yep. Well, I think before we've discussed key numbers on here, yep. at six and a half, LSU wins that game, you know, 31-24, you get the LSU spread. But if that thing gets up to seven or gets to seven and a half, now that one touchdown win, because all LSU wants to do is just win the football game. They yep. don't care about how much. 
I I think that that spread is probably uh, probably a little bit too big. I think that there is a, a coin flip chance that Texas could win that game. I think LSU should win that game. But for all of the early season, non-conference, hot night in Austin, extraneous factors there, like it's it's not just home field advantage. It's just sort of the the extra stuff that gets baked mm-hmm. into some of these. I mean, all the think about the rosters of El, Louisiana and Texas. Four or five stars that all played against each other. Yep. You know, like they all know yeah. each other from the high school circuits. So there's going to be a lot of intensity in that game. So I think it's a little bit too big, but uh, it's not a bad line mm-hmm. until it hits seven. Then it's a bad line. Two more real quick. Georgia Tech is hosting South Florida. And I bring this bad one line. Up. Okay. So, yeah. So, I, I saw this one. Georgia Tech, we've just heard about they're going to be rebuild, rebuild. What are they going to do on offense? All those things. South Florida, I know they've had a few issues since going back to last year. Probably actually more than a few. They got crushed last week. But Georgia Tech, the team we've heard that may not win a game this year, is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Bad line. Georgia Tech should not be favored by more than four points against anybody this season. South Florida is a disaster, but at least it's a disaster that is close enough removed from success that they should be able to recapture something. They got pounded by Wisconsin, but Wisconsin also might be closer to the top 10 team we thought they were a year yeah. ago before they went 7-5, and five. so bad line. Last one, and, and I, I, I just think this is a bad line just because it's too many dang points. Alabama. At home, New Mexico State. Alabama is a 55-and-a-half-point favorite. Good Lord. Great line because we're taking the Aggies. <laughs> <laughs> All we need is one touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to get scored, one you touchdown. I mean, think, think about uh, if you're dealing with 55 and you do get a slow start like we saw Alabama against Duke. If it's 0-0 at the end of the first quarter, you're you like, win. You won. here we go. Cash your tickets. But you do need to get one. I think Alabama can get, get to 55 by themselves, the so they need to get one touchdown, so Oof. one way or another. That smells like 49 zip at half, but then oh, like 62-7 right, right. at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. Got that cover. Whatever, 60-7 to at the end. Right. Uh, that's all I got in the uh, the good lines, bad lines. I did want to r- rack off real quick the ACC schools. Wake Forest, I mean, excuse me, the North Carolina schools. Wake Forest plays tomorrow night, 19-point favorite at Rice. North Carolina, we talked about earlier, is a four-and-a-half-point underdog against Miami. Well, we were saying five earlier, not four-and-a-half. I, I feel like it was six even earlier. I guess Vegas does not know that Mac is back. Va- Vegas does know that Mac is back. That's why the line keeps moving towards the heels. Uh, West uh, NC State is a 42-and-a-half-point favorite against Western Carolina. That's a lot of points. I'd say that. <laughs> uh, East Carolina, 29-and-a-half-point favorite against Gardner-Webb. And Who? The- East Carolina. <laughs> and then the last one is Duke, 27-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the North Carolina A&T Aggies for the belt. Yeah, I was going to say, with the belt on the line, I would go underdog. <laughs> State championship belt on the line. Duke could take it back from the Aggies. Um, that is the good line or bad line of today. Go make your money wherever gambling is legal. Not quite yet in North Carolina, but keep an eye out for it. And uh, keep the fridge closed. Keep the fridge closed. We've reached the point of hurricane coverage where like every news outlet is finding the same shot and using it. So we've got a car on a beach somewhere that has water washing up for it. So expect to see that on all your local channels. This sounds cynical, but I read Wright Thompson's uh, book that came out recently that was really just a retread of some of his great long-form articles, but I still liked it because I never took the time to read those long-form articles, and sitting on the beach was a great time to read it. And there's a great story about 10 years after Hurricane Katrina and some of the lives that were changed and all these things. And one of the guys that he chronicles is 
uh, a, a dude who like wrote some of the best stories coming out of his Katrina, uh, coming out of Katrina, and how his life changed. He kind of became famous, even though he just wanted to be a writer, and then had a tough time. You know, fell into addiction, some other things, and so he was sort of making his way back. But they were getting together some former Katrina journalists, and they were making jokes about how at that time, like you, no reporters and photographers went out without like a s- scrappy teddy bear or something else they could throw in a shot to like anything that you need to drum up and make it look even more tragic to sell some papers. Uh, that that the, they were doing that as well. So it's it's hurricane time. All those things are out. We've got live shots of any. Uh, damage going down will be, immediately be uh, attract attention of the local news. Be, it, be careful tonight. Absolutely. We said disclaimers earlier. We had fun talking hurricane talk. We had fun talking hurricane prep. Keep the refrigerator closed. Steve, be safe down get there that, in Frying Pan Get tower. the bathtub filled up with water. Well water, people. Go park at the local church. But for real, be safe. And our thoughts with Eastern North Carolina. Hope you survived the storm and hope the damage is minimal. You've been listening to the Best of Sports Channel 8, the radio show podcast. Don't forget there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the WRAL Sports Fan app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. This podcast also drops every weekday at noon. Thanks again for listening to the Best of Sports Channel 8, the radio show podcast.